Hi, I'm Darren Wright. And I'm Tim Beadle. Welcome to Disciple Making. Hi, I'm Darren Ride. Welcome back to Disciple Making. And I'm here today with Kenda Reimer, who is a spiritual director currently living in spectacular Squamish, BC. And uh, Kenda, why don't you tell us what you're doing down in Squamish and maybe a bit more of your background? For sure. So, yes, um, my husband Darcy and I live in Squamish. We've been here 16 years. We church planted 16 years ago. And I've been on staff with the church about 10 years, I think part-time and just kind of um, getting paid for the things that I like to do. So, and sometimes the things I don't like to do, (laughs) but that's kind of the nature of the business. So um, yeah, we have, we have four uh, adult teen children, uh, 21, 20, 18, and 16. So three of them have pretty much moved out and one is, one is still at home. But um, before coming to Squamish, like before Darcy and I were even married, um, became a Christian when I was like five. So grew up in the church, grew up in the Alliance. Um, This is my home um, and experienced, like tried working in different churches and stuff. And one of the things I found was that um, in pastoral ministry, um, I didn't have the resources to help the people that were coming to me. And so then I went and got my master's from Tyndale in counseling and, um, but really went into that kind of not really ever wanting to be a counselor, just more, I know there's this need and people keep talking to me and I don't know how to help them. And, and so that, so that kind of thing, um, then, uh, didn't really do much with it into other than outside of using it myself for ministry and stuff. But um, when we moved to Squamish, we needed extra income. And so that's when I started counseling on the side. And the whole time I was in it, I was kind of, God, I don't know that I actually really like this, hmm. but, but it works and it's okay. And, but there's something in my soul that's wanting something else. It's, it's like, if this is almost it, but not quite. Hmm. And then Darcy came back from, uh, a pastor's retreat or something, or, and he showed me this brochure or something. And it said, uh, spiritual director as the title. And I went, I don't know what that is, but that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're just like, okay, well now I need to like, is that a thing? Do people actually do this? And what is it? But it sounds exactly like what I do. And Mm. when I meet with people and so, um, pressed into that a little bit more, found out about, um, Morris Dirks and soul formation running out of Portland. And so was able to, um, do my training through them and it just doing the training. It, it again was kind of like, yes, this, mm. this is what resonates more for me. And so that's, yeah, that's been where, where I am today trying to work, you know, a little bit with our district in, in making this, um, more accessible to people, particularly people in ministry, as I have found it incredibly beneficial in, in my own life. So, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit about, about me and how I got here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we're going to focus in on the spiritual drive. I mean, given your experience and, and breadth of, of, of 
life and everywhere you've been and what you've done. We could talk about a lot of things, but we're going to focus in on the spiritual direction. Mm-hmm. And maybe just to, to set that up a little bit further, what's the academic or technical definition of spiritual director or spiritual direction? What exactly are we talking about here? Yeah. So there's a, um, a really good uh, quote that kind of explains it really, really well. And, um, and it's, uh, um, well, there's, there's a few of them, but, um, the one that, that, uh, kind of jumps out is, um, one by Gordon Smith from his book, spiritual direction. And, um, this is, this is it. A spiritual director offers a spiritual guidance and companionship to help us make sense of our faith journey, interpret with us the significant markers on the road and encourage us, particularly through the more difficult transitions and values of our pilgrimage. Most of all, a spiritual director helps us make sense of the witness of the spirit, assisting us to respond well to the question, how is God present to me? And how is God through the ministry of the spirit at work in my life. Hmm, okay. So that's in a nutshell what, <laughs> sure. what it is. How, how would you how would you kind of compare it or contrast it with coaching, counseling, mentoring? Mm-hmm. I mean, these things do overlap in some measure. How does spiritual direction fit in with all of that? For sure. And um the the thing with all these other things is they tend to be like with counseling, you usually have a problem, or with coaching, there's you know, where where's where are you trying to grow your whatever, you know, there's, there's usually a specific thing you're focused on. There's a fix. There's a something like that. And um, with spiritual direction, it's actually the opposite. We don't Mm. focus on necessarily what needs to be fixed, which I mean, in our evangelical tradition, we often like to focus on where are we sinning? Where are we broken? Where are we, where spiritual direction takes a different focus and focuses on where am I beloved by God? Mm. And pressing into that, spending time focusing on how I am deeply loved and where is God actually at work in my soul? Where am I growing? So it's not always um, coming to spiritual direction because I'm in a tough time. Although those happen and often those things lead us to spiritual direction because we realize that um, our current resources, you know, we need something else. But um, when... Um, but spiritual direction is really for all of life, the highs and lows, and it's a listening to the spirit. It's for growth, for experiencing more of God, for learning how to press into his love and his grace more. So that's, so that's kind of the difference. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, it's more of a lifelong journey thing rather than a, okay, I fixed this. Now I can move on to something else. Got it. Okay. Now I imagine in preparing and training to be a spiritual director, you received spiritual direction. I think you mm-hmm. made some reference to that. How, how did it benefit you personally? Um, so yes, I've been seeing my spiritual director now for about, I want to say four or five years now. Mm-hmm. And um, I started spiritual direction because being in this program that was part of part of the requirement but it was also something I was, I noticed long before that, that I was longing for, and I just didn't know what it was. So we were going through a season in our family life that was particularly challenging. And 
um, I couldn't find God. I knew he was there. Like all the theology was there. And I, and I, you know, even, I know I just can't feel him right now, but he's here. And, but all of those answers that we've been given throughout our lives, they just weren't cutting it. And I told her, so he's just like, I wish I had somebody that I, that would just sit and listen to me. I wish I had somebody that I could just talk about everything about how I'm feeling in my soul and just kind of help me sort this out, just listen and or not talk at all, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And so spiritual direction in that season, and it was a long season of, um, of wrestling with God for me, Mm -hmm. but through that experience, um, my relationship with God changed for better. And, um, I was able to see him in a different way, but to have somebody to process that with somebody who would sit and listen and go, Hmm, sounds like God might be doing something in this area. Does that resonate with you? And it'd be like, Oh my goodness, of course. Yes. (laughs) So, um, pardon me. One of the, um, examples that I like about spiritual direction, it's like verbal journaling Mm. and with somebody present and to be able to, um, and in a sense, witness and share back with you what you're experiencing of God. And it just sinks in so much deeper when we, when we can do that journey with somebody. Hmm. Well, so yeah, you, you were sold on it from experiencing it, I suppose. And then <laughs> yes. that makes it, yeah. Good. yeah. Now the, the question, the obvious question for me is, you know, it, it sounds spiritual direction is not evangelical terminology. You know, yeah. it, it sounds, it sounds, you know, Roman Catholic E and uh, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds like it comes from over there somewhere. And so a question that I have and that, others have, I believe as well as how does this fit in biblically? Like, how would you mm-hmm. not say so much proof text, but how do you fit it into scripture and, and the flow of how, how, how we're called to grow spiritually in the word? How does it fit in there? For sure. And that's, and that's one of the things where, again, there is no proof text. You can't say thou shalt attend spiritual direction. Like it's just <laughs> not there. So, um, but the foundation for um, spiritual direction um, we see, first of all, in the Trinity. So the Trinity is community. It's relationship. It's, it's not doing this off by ourselves, but God, the triune God, fully complete, has invited us into his community hmm. to be, to join him, to, in a sense, dance with him, as some people like to say. And so, um, with relationship and community being kind of the part of the core of, of who God is. And so um, pressing into spiritual direction is pressing into that relationship. Hmm. It's pressing into growing in that, in that relationship with God. And um, the thing, the, um, and so where we, we go with that is, you know, looking at scripture, scripture says a lot about, focuses a lot about the message of what we are to believe a lot about what, what we, um, you know, how we live and who God is. And, and so the, like the good news, but doesn't highlight a lot of, on the model of how we do that. And so there's lots of things in our faith that, that we do that aren't necessarily biblical, but they're a model that is, come out of some biblical principles, like small groups, like current preaching, like uh, worship bands, 
Like, so there, there are things how we do church nowadays. There, there are certain models that we can go, well, no, they didn't do it like that back then, but it's, it fits with the message. It fits with the ethos of, of what, what God is calling us to. And then we also see, even though they didn't call it spiritual direction in the life of Jesus, just how he connected with people. He um, looked, you know, he looked for where the Holy Spirit was at work in their life and went there. Mm -hmm. And so in all the interactions, we see how Jesus interacted with people. That's, that's what he did. And so spiritual direction is, is that it's just basically sitting with somebody and asking God, God, where are you in this? What are you doing? And then just kind of joining him in their life and saying, Hey, I think this might be a fingerprint of God in your life or, Mm. and, and for them to then sit with it and ask God about it. But the focus of spiritual direction is, isn't the directee and it isn't God. It's the person's relationship with God. So Mm. that's always the focus. Okay. um, That's helpful. That does, that does differentiate it again, well, from the counseling, coaching, mentoring context there. Yeah. Uh, and you've already started to answer this in some measure just with that answer there, but I, this is this podcast right here is disciple making. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're a little bit obsessed with being disciples who make disciples and you know, you can define that differently. Uh, yeah. You're really a disciple. The way I approach it as someone who, you know, obeys, loves, follows Jesus increasingly in every area of life. It's just a progressive, mm-hmm. you know, it's about Jesus and following him. So how does spiritual direction relate to being and making disciples? Uh, again, yeah. you've already answered that. I'm just getting really specific now. Mm-hmm. When it comes to disciple making, how might that fit in? So um, specifically, um, because the Holy Spirit is at work in all of us. And so spiritual direction is, you, it can, you know, in a sense, you, anybody can go for spiritual direction. You don't even have to be a Christian because mm-hmm. we believe that the Holy Spirit is at work in them. And we're looking for the work of the Holy Spirit. And so with the idea of helping them to um, grow in their relationship, it's all, you know, develop their relationship with God, make that a healthy relationship. And so as we focus on that relationship, they're going to grow. They're going to learn more about God. They're going to become a a better disciple for lack of of a better Mm -hmm. word, but, but it's, it's um, really even for uh, the the part that I find spiritual direction probably the most beneficial for though, are people that have walked with God for a long time. Hmm. And there is, there is nothing new, but now they're bored. Church doesn't cut it anymore. They have heard every sermon on every passage they could think of, or they have preached every sermon on every passage Hmm. they could think. And so like, there's, there's this thing of God really, I am this age. I think I've got a lot of life left, but I feel like there's nothing new spiritually and I can't like, where do I find you? And so everything just seems to go into routine and what spiritual direction helps is particularly for those people, because they already have a hunger. They already have the longing, but they want to grow more and they just can't find it in their local church anymore because you know there's only so much a church can offer they can't do everything and so this is one piece where meeting with a spiritual director and taking time for themselves to intentionally look at what god is doing in them in that moment causes 
growth and then they get excited and then that th- suddenly their faith takes on life again. And mm-hmm. they're not just riding out there however many years, just, well, just putting in time. Yeah. I guess God's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, again, you're, you're already bumping into where I wanted to go there. And that was a question about how this relates to Christian leadership. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it might be some of those people you talk about who are <laughs> maybe either bored with their faith or they've heard it all and seen it all. They may well be pastors or Christian leaders Absolutely. of some kind. And so uh, talk a little bit about maybe just expanding what you said there on how spiritual direction could help Christian leaders. I want to ask, be more effective, but maybe that's the wrong question. Maybe I need to go broader and say, how could spiritual direction help Christian leaders? If you want to, sure. want to respond to that. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I think we notice in um, particularly our evangelical tradition is how um, um, as spiritual leaders, we care about people's souls. We care about their emotional, spiritual, physical well-being. And so we do a lot of caring and making sure that other people are healthy. Problem is, is that there aren't, there isn't a lot for us. Hmm. There isn't a lot pouring into us. And so we have to intentionally look elsewhere for those things. And so what ends up happening is we find that a lot of pastors end up being more like doctors who smoke, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know this is really good and everybody needs to be doing this, but I, it's not working for me. So, so, um, so where spiritual direction helps with pastors and where I have found it helpful, it's, it's that place where um, I am caring for my soul and mm-hmm. I am making sure that I am staying healthy, that I'm making sure that, as, you know, as I work with my spiritual director, a spiritual director is also looking for, it's not just discernment, but also where's the enemy trying to trip you up right now? Hmm. So what any lies that you're listening to, and it doesn't have to be super deep. It can be just like, Oh man, it was a rough day. And just like, Oh, so what was the lie of the enemy today that you grabbed onto? Oh my goodness. I can't believe it. You know? And so it, it's, it's protection for our hearts, our souls, but it's also giving us a reservoir to work from rather than, you know, we've got this reservoir of that we minister out of and over time it just depletes and depletes and depletes until we've got nothing left and then we're done. Hmm. And I think the enemy would much prefer us working for, you know, five, 10 years and giving it all and, and then be completely burnt out and never talk to anybody else ever again, Hmm. rather than instilling some healthy rhythms in our lives that keep us in a sense, effective and growing and maturing and for a lifetime. Oh, so, yeah. so that's, that's kind of where spiritual direction helps in that. And it's not saying you're pastor forever necessarily, but it's that, um, ministry has a way of jading, of, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. pulling us out of community and, um, so many pastors and families are so lonely. They have no one to talk to. And then you start going through a difficult time and you question your faith. Well, you're not calling your DS and saying, by the way, I'm thinking of checking my faith, but I can't lose my job. So, <laughs> so you've got to, so where is that safe place where they can process and find God in the midst and grow out of it and experience rather than, well, figure this out because you got to preach on Sunday, you know, <laughs> or, yeah, or Sunday, or that's the challenge, right? Sunday's yeah. always coming. There's always a demand. There's always, there's always a call for output. And, you know, yeah. the one job that, the pastor can't delegate really is regardless of their pastoral role is self-care. It's our responsibility. 
And it sounds like spiritual direction is a big self. It fits under the umbrella, partly of Mm -hmm. self-care, a personal spiritual growth. It sounds like it has implications for longevity and, and even again, moral failure and things like that, that trip people up, burnout, uh, all kinds of things. So that, that sounds like a fairly significant interface (laughs) Christian leadership. Yeah, I, I know we're just scratching the surface here and I'll ask in a, in a minute here how people can mm-hmm. learn more about you and where you're at. But sure. in general, if someone is interested in, in getting a spiritual director or, you know, mm-hmm. finding one, what kind of general advice would you give? How do you find one? How do you discern whether it's the right person for you? That kind of thing. Yeah. So um, our, our uh, district has, they've been asking for um, lists of spiritual directors. So um contacting the district they've got a list of soul that's our that's the christian missionary alliance in british yes. columbia yeah. yes yeah and I'll, yes. I'll post a link to that as well uh, in yeah. the show notes here as well because we have a lot of people listening to this who are are not necessarily alliance okay yeah but that list would still be relevant i imagine i see yes yeah and also um the soul formation website uh mm-hmm. i think it's soulformation.org and again you can go on looking for a spiritual director and it has people from all over the states canada and so um, and you don't have to meet with somebody who is in your same city. Like you don't have to meet online. I meet my spiritual director virtually. She's in the States. Um, and so um, the more important thing is to find somebody you feel you can trust that you can be gut level honest with. And, and that's, that's more important. And yeah, a lot of people do get hung up on the spiritual direction title because it does, it sounds Catholic. It sounds, people think, oh, that's a Richard Rohr thing or, or what have you. And um, so, yeah, if you're looking up a spiritual director, finding out, well, who are they? Are they, you know, what can I, can I trust them? Am I going to feel safe with them as, as my director? Okay. In general, should, should men have spiritual directors for men and women, women, or how does that generally work? It doesn't matter. It's, okay. it's up to the, whatever the, uh, the person is comfortable with. And there are some directors that only work with a certain gender. Um, okay. but it's, it's, um, it's not a hard and fast rule. It, it, it's really your own, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know we have just, you know, scratched the surface <laughs> of what sounds like a pretty big topic. And I know you've got a lot more to say on that. If people want to know more or know more about you, what's the mm-hmm. best way of finding you? Yeah. So my um, website right now is um, explorewatersedge.ca. And that has um, my has a little write-up about me and spiritual direction and and can yeah, my I think my email's on there. So okay. I'll post that as well. It sounds like it'll yeah. be pretty, pretty easy to find. Well, yeah. this has been this has been informative, helpful. Again, it just kind of pulls back the curtain a bit on a topic mm-hmm. I know a lot of us in the evangelical world are not familiar with, and uh, maybe have questions about. But it sounds mm-hmm. like there's some some potential benefit for Christian leaders, especially mm-hmm. as it relates to you know self care and longevity in ministry, which of yeah. course then feeds into effectiveness in ministry. Absolutely, uh, you're not very effective when you're burned out when you're. <laughs> uh, you're not taking care of yourself. So, well, well thanks no. a ton, Kenda. This has been outstanding. Uh, Kenda Reimer, you can look at the link in the show notes. I'll post them on the screen if this is a video. And uh, thanks for taking the time and sharing uh, from your knowledge and experience. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to imakedisciples.com 
or ChristFollowerDNA.com. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.